0: This is a moment in wine and hip-hop, presented to you by Jermaine Stone, a.k.a. the Wolf of Wine. Wine and hip-hop, Yo. wine and music. Turn me, me up, bro. You know what it is. Check this, Check, this Check this out. Oh, yeah. You'll be the life of the party. Wine and hip-hop really mirrors the, the conversations that we have in my office about wine and music. Wine. Wine and hip-hop, welcome to the show, Leah Robinson. Thank you. Um, Just for people that may not know me, you know what I'm saying, they call me Jermaine Stone. Some people call me the wolf of wine. Some people call me Showtime, you know, but at the end of the day, my responsibility is being the czar of vibes. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to help you understand the vibrations of what you're drinking as opposed to just the tasting notes, you know, so I just try to translate vibes that's it first
1: off wolf of wine that's yeah. like a hashtag like you should go with <laughs> it, that like like, yo look fly. hashtag wolf of wine you yo, know what? hashtag that's wolf lit. of wine shit that yo yeah that that's Whoa. my that's my
0: hashtag because you know what it is like so i'm a wine consultant by day mm-hmm. and it's difficult for me to explain what that means i'm like a, a fixer for wine problems but well, people don't know that there's wine problems no you no know? idea Wine problems is real. Like, I'll tell you about some fucking... what is fucking,
1: something that you deal with?
0: Uh, All right, so anybody that knows how to handle wine globally, I'm plugged in with them. So I connect people with the people that can solve their problems. I'm a fixer. You know, mm. if you watch like Ray Donovan, I'm like the Ray Donovan of wine.
1: Oh, so you're but the plug. I'm the plug. Copy I, that. Generally, generally. Got it. Okay, got <laughs> right. it. Say less. But, I got you.
0: The easiest way for me to describe that is like saying, because most people saw like Pulp Fiction, that guy, the wolf. Got it. I'm the wolf for wine. That's how that breaks down. Salud. Okay, (laughs) there we go. (laughs) All right. We're drinking Lambrusco now, just because I thought that this is an interesting uh, varietal, Mm -hmm. you know. The varietal means a type of grape, so you about to get on your wine shit. Like, like
1: you're really uh, teaching me a lot, because I literally will just drink wine and be like, oh, it tastes amazing. Yeah, like, that's y- it. You
0: know what you do when you're kicking in with your friends? you like, oh, I don't really like that varietal. Do you have this? So, a varietal is, Merlot is a varietal. Chardonnay is a varietal. It's a type of grape. Just the same way you might have, like, Granny Smith apples, mm-hmm. and you got red apples. So, there's, <clears throat> when there's a fruit, there's a bunch of different types. And so, with Wine, you refer to them as different varietals.
1: I'm going to have to work on that word because I feel like I'm going to mess it up. I got to get yeah. it right before you I try gonna, to use you're it. You're going to watch <laughs>
0: this interview like a hundred times. Varietal. So by the time we're done with this, like you're going to memorize. You might be like a, a mini sommelier after this. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, who? That, Sounds you great. Know, you know what? It's, it's difficult because I'm living in like wine world. A sommelier is a wine waiter, you know. So when all those, when when the, um, the guys that are treating you right, And I'm saying that because I'm going to get into the album (laughs) Broken Girl. For the guys that aren't breaking you.
1: Okay. Yeah, let's talk about that.
0: (laughs) We're going to get into the Broken Girl album in a second. But for the guys that aren't breaking girls, Mm -hmm. they should be taking you to restaurants that have sommeliers. And the sommelier is basically a wine waiter. It's the person that knows the most about the wine list in the restaurant and how well it pairs with the food. Mm. So in this instance... This is our warm up. I brought something else for you, some okay. some fly shit. I brought okay. some fly shit for you. We like you. fly shit. Exactly, and um, it's going to be paired with these vegan cupcakes Ooh. because I understand that you're a vegan. Yes. <laughs> so how did that? How did that? Um, how did that start for you?
1: Um, well, it's been a process. I'll start with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a forty-one day Daniel fast with my church. And it started there. Like, I would cut little things out here and there. The first was coffee, because I love coffee. I love caffeine. I don't Mm. know what it is. I just love it. So then it was meat. Then it was fish. And then it was just little things. So by the end of the fast, I was only eating fruits and vegetables, basically raw foods. So my energy level was out of this world. I could survive off of less hours of sleep. And I just liked how my skin felt. My body looked amazing without me even having to go crazy working out. So... Once I started back eating meat, that's when I would actually get sick. My allergies would come back and I was like, I don't want to feel like this and I don't like to feel sluggish. Like my job takes a lot of energy to yeah. do. So I want to be able to survive off of less hours of sleep. I want to wake up and not have to put on makeup because my skin is good and I'm glowing from the inside out. So it's been a process. I was a pescatarian first, then a vegetarian, then a vegan and I'm not even gonna lie because I'm very transparent and very honest and authentic. I have to say I slipped up a couple times yeah, but um, I'm I'm back. I'm back.
0: <laughs> no, that's that's interesting. Like, so I have a good friend that's a vegan also, and I give him a lot of crap. In all fairness, mm-hmm. I just mess with him. But <laughs> but how difficult is it for? How difficult was it for you to make that transition? Just finding foods that you like that are readily accessible. You super busy, I'm sure. Until yeah. you, know, you, live, you live at the airport.
1: Yup,
0: <laughs> pretty much. You know, so. How difficult is it for you to, like, find food on the go?
1: Um, I think you do what you have to do when it's something that you really want to do. Right. Um, for me, I think the best part was preparing my stuff ahead of time. And I always had to have food with me because when you are a vegan or you are eating differently and you're changing your lifestyle, you really do eat between five to six times a day. Right. So you, I had to consistently have uh, walnuts, pistachios, just things around me that I could just snack on so I wouldn't be, like... Borderline starving because once you get to that point where you don't eat like every two to three hours you want everything you're like Oh my god, I want chicken. I haven't had chicken in years, but I want it like you just start to crave everything Mm -hmm. So you really just have to prepare your food ahead of time. I would say meal prep is a big thing Um, Going out to restaurants I would just order the sides really because that would be all that I really could eat But also when you eat like a vegan your stomach shrinks, so you don't even require that much food so it's a process, but it's really not that difficult. People make it a thing, but it's really not. It's really not.
0: It's funny. I feel like you kind of selling me. Like, everything that you're saying just sounds saying. great.
1: I'm <laughs> just saying.
0: I need to, yeah, because, like, my boy, he's always telling me this vegan stuff, and I'm like, come on, man.
1: Because you really are what you eat. Like, you got to think. Think Thanksgiving. Right. And how much food is there and how you feel right after you eat a big Thanksgiving feast. You're ready to go to bed. Right. When I eat like a vegan, my insides feel good. I feel like I can do any and everything. I can go out and stay up to however many hours and just do whatever. Like, it's just, it's a great feeling inside.
0: Just for all our our viewers at home, uh, the concept for wine and hip hop is for my guests to pick a song and for me to pick a bottle of wine that I feel gives a personality to that song gives mm-hmm. a wine personality to that song so the feeling that you get when you listen to that song you should get when you drink this wine uh-huh. or it should fit the setting that you're gonna enjoy that song in the most you yes. know so um, you picked Drake's nice for what yes
1: I what? love Drake. I really love Drake. I think he's so dope. And I really, I speak everything into existence. Like, I really speak my life into existence. So I feel like we may do a EP together at some point And I just think it would be so out of this world. I'm that like, oh, dope. God, Because your
0: voice would, like, I feel like... Compliment
1: his. Yo, it would be crazy. Yeah,
0: yeah. You have one of those, like angel-like voices, you know, it's very, it's very pretty, it's very stop. delicate. Stop, cut it out. But, <laughs> no, she oh, like, man. stop, she oh, like, stop. don't cut it out. Tell me you. more, <laughs> tell me more. No, but, you know, you got one of those voices where, you know, it embodies the female energy and then what your content is about, Thank it, like, God. it's a little rough, right? Your content, <laughs> you,
1: you, you know, every time that she wish you, you, was thinking about me, me. Does she, does she know that you drunk text and saying you love me? Me. She don't even fucking know you like I do. I just wish that I would know what you're trying to prove. But this the type of shit you wanna. Be whole though that you are living foul. And if you were me, you would curse me out. Asking me questions, but I don't have to explain myself. myself. See you found something.
0: Well, no, I wouldn't say rough. Your content is very honest. honest. Yeah. Very, and you know, I was talking to you earlier about, like, I have a lot of female friends. So I be getting the inside, inside. (sighs) And I know that a lot of females, even to their other female friends, don't say exactly what's going on inside. But, you know, when you're not being judged, it's like, yeah, whatever. So I feel like the content on your album really... Embody that like yo, this is what it is. This is the honest. This is where we are.
1: Can I be honest? Yes, so I had reached a point where I was just Tired I was so tired of having to pretend for people Even on social media like everything was a smile. Everything was oh my god. It's all good But life is life and right. people forget that we're all human no matter what type of job profession you are at or it doesn't matter like we're all human we all go through things so i reached a point where i was like let me not have this facade for the rest of my life this is becoming a job at this point and i'd rather my job be to work on the best me and give the world the best me no matter how open and honest that is so it was just one of those things i was just like i want to be honest with myself i want my album to be my reflection the mirror that i'm looking into myself and saying you know what i messed up here i'm working on this It's okay, because we all are working on something. You never will ever meet somebody that has had the perfect life. And I feel like people relate to you by your flaws, by the things that you are open and honest about. Like, that's the music that I like, is the things that stick and the things that I can relate to. I don't relate to the bubblegum stuff that's here today and gone tomorrow. It's cool, you'll listen to it in a club and turn up real quick, but two or three weeks later, you're like, on to the next.
0: Yeah, you got to connect with people's souls a lot and like when people are low i always say like music is the best way to uh to translate a mood Mm -hmm. right like there was a jay-z song once that the, the song was like three minutes but the actual content that they were rapping about was within 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Look at that big smile he just gave me, it's breaking my heart. Should I school him or pull the tools out or just break them apart? I felt his hatred, it was hard, but his bacon should start. I should take him and back at the building and blaze Uh oh, this nigga Jay, he ain't slow, he must have picked up on the vibe. And had I not been so high, I would have been able to hide. Tried to cover up myself and I gave him a five, hugged him. As if I loved him. To the naked eye. It would have seen we was the closest. But that those that know us can see that something was about to go down. Stay focused. I'm trying to concentrate. But he's like, he's reading my mind. As if he can see through this fog and all this weed in my mind. And it's just going through all the different thoughts that the people are feeling. So it music is a way to translate your mood absolutely and people like to uh to, people like to listen to music that they can empathize with mm-hmm. to like kind of people want to be sad together yeah you know, to like be happy community
1: it's like your music my album was like i formed a little tribe and it was dope. The dopest part for me was receiving those IG videos from people in the car like, Yes! And she was speaking my life! I'm like, that's the goal. That's why right. I do it. I don't care how many, like a lot of people expected it to be on some turn up yeah. stuff. And it's because now I'm just in a happy place. So they expected that. But I was like, I want to show them how I got here. Right. This didn't happen overnight. There was a whole broken process that... I wanted to talk about because and I feel like within our community too, a lot of people don't talk about that right. a lot of things are swept underneath the rug and I came from that too so I know that life for me I'm like I don't want to live like that anymore and social media is so powerful and we influence a lot of people regardless if they tell us or not or we know it or not and I just wanted to be authentic and tell people it is not what you think it is even being on the reality show that I did you always get a false sense of reality, truly. Right. And I wanted to give them what they did not get on right. that show. And I right. wanted to give them what I did not see happening on social media. So I just strive for that daily.
0: You know, it's interesting because that was one of the takeaways that I had between watching the show and listening to the album. I mm-hmm. felt like like I could see how this person could be this way, but that's not who's on the show. Right. And you know, like, you know I'll show my age a little bit but like no I'm not going to show my age <laughs> I'm not going to do it. but um it kind of reminded me of like me seeing my little sister like turn into a woman because mm-hmm. like my little sister was like super quiet chill reserved by her business but then it was like you know she she went through stuff and I saw her become a woman like right in front of my eyes so mm-hmm. it was interesting to like and you know look you know, full disclosure. I broke some girls in my lifetime as well. <laughs> like, you know, what I'm Gotta saying? Be honest. there's some girls ready to, write, to write some albums out. about me. Oh, Let me tell you,
1: Jesus. I'm, I'm full
0: full disclosure. I like to be honest as well. Yes, you know, what absolutely. I'm saying. And don't get me wrong. I've evolved and I'm married now. Everything is great. In the name but, of
1: Jesus.
0: Yes. <laughs> but it was relatable in in those reasons as well because I was able to hear what those people that I may have.
1: Broken. <laughs> <laughs> Let's call it, Let's call it
0: may may, Right, <laughs> you know those people that um, may have had a different, uh, a different perception on mm-hmm. our situation. Mm-hmm. It helped me to see a lot of what they were saying, and once again, kind of recognize, reconcile with but, those things.
1: Question: right. Did they have a different perception, or was it just you not either one caring at the time, or right. two being honest with where you were?
0: See, that's 50/50 and it's based on where I was at at the time. I'd Got say it. prior to uh prior to like 21, that was like I'm selling a dream.
1: <laughs>
0: you you no this oh is Oh my god. <laughs> I'm selling the dream. After but... that, then it's like you being honest and someone not necessarily prepared to receive your honesty, like
1: that's a thing too.
0: Exactly, like that's a lot a of thing. times women get into these situations and they'll hear what you're saying. They're like, "Yeah, whatever, I could change him." Mm-hmm. But like, yo, I'm if I'm giving you all of my cards at the door, you can't be mad at me after that. But that's guess a fact. What? I you believe you are that. going to be just because we're humans and that's what happens. Got it. But you know, <clears throat> you learn. You do the right thing and then you eventually get married.
1: (laughs) Goals, okay. Yeah,
0: like shout out to my wife Adele, my bullshit. Yeah, shout out to wifey.
1: (laughs) Shout out to wifey. Um, I've learned too that people don't really, as much as a lot of people say that they like honesty, that's a thing, like they really don't. And it doesn't matter how you do it, because I feel like the surroundings and how you say things is so key and so important. Right. But a lot of people, their pride and their ego is getting to the way a lot of the times. And they always feel like, yo, like this person is trying me. It's not that. When you're honest with somebody, I feel like you genuinely love them and you see their potential. So I'm not going to want you to fall short. But if you are, I'm going to be like, yo, bro, like I think that you need to pick this up a little bit because you're looking a little basic. like, right, right. And you have to be okay to say that and to receive that.
0: Right, well you know what, I also wanna make, because again, the album's super personal. Um, relationship wise, in relationship, out relationship, just for our fans, mm-hmm. because I want them to be, I'ma put some people in your DM. Oh, if, God. Like I want them to be like, check out her Instagram, Instagram, what's your Instagram name? At
1: Velia know. Robinson.
0: Okay, yes. check out her Instagram.
1: Um, I love business DMs. <laughs> I love when people are like, "I have a budget." That is a great DM. That's a great. Oh that's a my DM God! What? All
0: right. So those are the only DMs. They should be. Saying, I like how you answered that. That's, that's, <laughs> I see what you I did there. It. I see what you did there. No,
1: seriously though, them business <laughs> things. I'll be like, Ooh, I'm on it. Like I've been engineering a lot now too, and I actually engineered and mixed and mastered my own album. But I've been doing that for other people as well too. So that's been a thing. Also, people DMing me for that. So that right. just excites me because it lets me know I'm doing the right thing. It lets me know that all the time, energy and money that I invested in to myself is like coming back now. So it's really, really dope.
0: Right. Right. Um, all right. So while we on this, and there's a lot more stuff that I want to get into, <laughs> okay. but I do want to drink this wine. So we're going to take a break real quick. Okay. And I want to play your song of choice, Drake, Nice For What. And I want to introduce you to this wine that I paired. It's a 1990s Sudero. Uh, you're not gonna find that in no retail stores. That's the type of exclusive fly shit that I like to try to bring to the table, Okay, you know. Um, But it's a 1990 Sudero, brought it out my cellar this morning, I've had this for a minute. And only the best for the best, you know what I'm saying? You so, know,
1: I like your thinking. You know, it's you really got, good. <laughs>
0: you gotta got handle it right, man. So, alright, for right now, Drake, nice for what? We gonna drink this and we gonna get right back to it. Okay. Everybody get your motherfucking roll on. I don't shorty and she doesn't want no slow song. Had a man last year, life goes on. Haven't let the thing lose, girl, so long. You been inside, know you like to lay low i been people, what you bring to the table? Working hard, girl, everything pay for. First, last phone, bill, car, no cable. With your phone out, gotta hit them angles. With your phone out, snapping like you Fable. And you showin' sure no, but it's alright. And you showin' sure up
1: but it's alright.
0: So we back. Wine and Hip Hop, Lee Robinson. Yeah, you know, hip hop royalty right now.
1: Oh, stop it. Right. Cut it out. Yeah, you
0: know? yeah. We just went through "Nice for What," and I just pulled up this 1990s "Sudero" for you, hmm. right? "Sudero," "Sutero." sutero. Like, just think about it. Like, row Got it. "Sudero." I'm
1: gonna need you to write down all of this stuff for me all at of the it. end, cause I don't want to go out and embarrass myself. I'm like, can Never. I get the suitor?
0: No.
1: <laughs> I mean, oh, sorry. uh nah, The "Sudero." <laughs> nah,
0: I'm, I'm gonna put you on on the the easy ways to play it. I got you. Copy that. So this is a "Sudero." Now. All right, so we were talking about ways to hold this. First thing you want to do, because this is something that's usually served cold, you want to hold it by the stem right here. See, I
1: already messed up. I was like, okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nah, but you know, so you hold it by the stem. That way the temperature from your body doesn't throw off the temperature of the wine. Cause like you don't want to fuck up the experience, like not even a little bit. You could could curse on this show by the way, but uh, you know, you keep your hand on the stem so that you don't throw off the temperature of the wine. And uh, we paired this today with some vegan lemon cupcakes.
1: So would this be considered a dessert wine?
0: It most certainly would. <laughs> Let
1: me <laughs> find out! Okay. We already got...
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <sighs> so when as soon as you said, Drake nice for what, the first thing I thought was like, I, I see a whole bunch of girls drinking Moscato turning up to mm. this, right? Mm. And this is a sautern, meaning that it's from a place in France called sauterne mm-hmm. and all they make is this style of wine and well they're famous for this style of wine in that particular place okay so wine <clears throat> is all about where it's from because different climates different atmospheres they grow a different type of fruit just the same way if you want oranges you want good oranges you go to florida mm-hmm. and you go there because it's, it's all about the farmers you go to florida because florida has the right climate to produce the best product for what you're looking for. In this instance, Turn has the best. So Copy that. They got to get as many shout outs Got it. Like, <laughs> we need those. Um, but Sautern is um, they're famous for this style of wine. And this is a sweet, as you mentioned, the connoisseur, <laughs> uh, mentioned dessert wine. And you know, when I heard the Drake "Nice for What, I'm like, I, right, I could see a lot of people drinking Moscato to this. and we It's got, a
1: wine song. I exactly, feel like you just have to just vibe with exactly, a glass of wine.
0: Exactly. And we got hip-hop royalty in the building. So I wanted to make sure that we had, if we're going to do Moscato, like, nah, we ain't going to do Moscato. We're going to do, like, the upgraded version of that. This we is like, like that. This is like the Moscato that you would get served on the – on the PJs, you know what I'm saying? Like when you wanna on a, a private flight, you don't say I want no Moscato, I want some Sauternes. Oh, that's so you good,
1: know? I gotta get this, man. This is fly. amazing. This is what we
0: do the show for. I want some You ternes. know Jeez. And I really, with doing this, I wanted to try to expose different varietals, mm-hmm. as you know, it's a different style of grape. I wanted to expose different varietals to a more mass market. Like what we were drinking earlier was Lambrusco. That's a sparkling red, you know? Like, people drink Merlot and Chardonnay and shit like that, but they're not automatically drinking Lambrusco. And I've
1: never had a sparkling red before. That was
0: dope i like that yo check me in the fall. we got some we got some shit coming
1: yo can you like send me a case or something <coughs> there? like not, we like, love one that's
0: not even a question that's happening already we like, got that that's... on
1: camera so you can't lie nah, go back don't cut oh, that part out oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> i oh, not cut that oh, out
0: but you know we do one bottle in the case i don't know <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> got it i'm joking <laughs> nah um but yes that's Standard. You I think you would enjoy that. Thank you. Uh but nah that that's a sparkling red. This is a um it's a sweet dessert wine. There's different flavors in it of like lemon, uh, honey, mm. apricots, things like that, which are similar to what you would taste in Moscato, but this is this is the level up for that. Like this bottle hasn't been open for that long, but after a while it's gonna start to kinda not necessarily dilute, but it'll get <clears> air. That's why people swish it like this you get air on it and you get the wine to evolve faster <clears throat> you know just the same way if you had a banana out when it's on the counter for like a week or so when you first buy it it might be green but mm-hmm. then by the end of the week it's black that's because the oxygen is constantly changing this thing it's a plant that's growing this shit you know got it so grapes same way wine same way this has been in the bottle since 1990. This particular one is a 1990 vintage. So, of course, as soon as you open up, it's dying to get that oxygen.
1: Right, that thing is older than me, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, a glass like this, the reason it's shaped like that is it funnels the air in and makes that oxygen process like
1: faster. It. This is like the Olivia Pope glasses.
0: Factory. <laughs> is like the scandal
1: glasses. Have you ever seen her? I uh-huh. have. Oh my God, her glasses are fantastic. Oh, Jesus. See, I just feel fancy with this. This Yo, is really dope. Wait till
0: we start drinking from some other regions. We oh get like different glasses for different perp- different reasons. Um, oh, we got a toast though. We ain't
1: toast. Mm, good.
0: I always ask people, what do you want to toast to?
1: Hmm. Success, prosperity, perfect health, and a great rest of the year.
0: I could get with that. Oh,
1: this is really good.
0: <laughs> I could get with that. And the other thing is like wine, there's so much shit. You think of like big, robust grapes that people step on and tubs and shit to make wine. Mm-hmm. This is ac- This actually comes from something called noble rot. <laughs> I know. You're looking at me like. What? what? You, got me, what, you, got me, what you got me drinking. You're know, <laughs> like, what is it? Uh, but uh, in this region where it's grown, there's like this fog that comes in and you know how stuff goes when there's just like sitting water on something, it makes it different. Mm -hmm. And that's not going to happen in certain other regions. So in this instance, there was like all this fog that sits on it and it makes it transform into, it gets kind of shriveled up and turns it into almost like raisins. and. Think about when you eat a raisin. Like, I if hate you taste raisins. that, it kind of.
1: Oh, I hate raisins. I love raisins. I could never get into. You them. ain't
0: fuck with the California raisins back in the day.
1: No, they got, I, like all my friends were into them, and I was like, you know what? Let me just give it a whirl, <laughs> <laughs> like multiple times, and it never really worked out for me. I was like, I don't like these things.
0: Right. Well, tell me this. All right. Well, it turns into something <laughs> similar to raisins, not got it. not like this. Now, do you do you notice the similarities in this? In, like, Moscato.
1: I do, but I like this better than Moscato. It's like sharper in a way. It's not as sweet. Moscato can certain times taste like juice. Mm-hmm. This is like, oh, this it's, is wine. It's still like, wine. Yeah, exactly. I really
0: exactly. like it, and that's why I feel like this is grown-up Moscato. You know, this is yep. this is Moscato when you're ready to level up. Mm-hmm. This is this is uh, this is what you drink when you're listening to Nice for
1: What. Yeah, this is the glow-up. You okay? know,
0: when you listening and like that song overall, I thought. I like the song as well. I love Drake. Um, but it's a, it's like celebrating women down to the video. It's like yo, and he knows how to do that. Like he why does. Why does Drake speak to you?
1: First and foremost, let's just put this out there, Drake, um, I may have missed the email that you sent right. me about being in this visual, um, but we can do another one. So just let me know. Um, Nice for what? Part two. I right. love that. Right, <laughs> um, right. But I just love, I love his writing. I love his melodies. I love that anybody could sing it regardless if they know how to hit a note or not. I just love that he always knows how to connect to everybody. It's either women or it's the trap like it's it's right. he reaches every single market and i just really love the song cuz it makes me feel good mm. and For me, being in this industry, I feel like there's so many women that feel like they have to be overly flirtatious. They feel like they have to, like, lower themselves in order to get somewhere. And that's big for me to not be like that. Nice for what? For what? And it's like, you can be kind. (laughs) I'm, I'm here to be kind. But if you're overly nice to somebody, people take that the wrong way and they run with it. Like... Certain times there's nothing that you can do about that. A person will feel how they feel about you and that's what's in their head. But you don't have to be extra to be respected. And that's my thing too. And I love that he did this song. I love the visual that he used and so many powerful women because those are women that embody that and represent that. Like I said, I may have missed that email. Drake, I'm so sorry. Like, <laughs> just send another one. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> at Philia Robinson, my DM. It'll it'll be there. So, got you.
0: <laughs> my criteria for um, trying to find ways to pair this is the same way that you would create tasting notes. The first thing that you're going to look at is the color,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Right. The next thing that you would look at is the the smell, right? So let's just give it a the smell real quick. And I'm, I'm just bringing you a mop and, so and, and kind of sewer world for a second. I feel like a child. I'm like,
1: <laughs> oh, it's just so pretty.
0: So funny. you just smell. So, you know, take it in, think about it, right? And then uh, it's the palate, the actual taste, the uh, what, what you're experiencing. And then there's the finish. So... I associate the color with the title of the song. Mm -hmm. It's the first thing that you're gonna know without actually experiencing it. And I look at this color, I know this is a sauterne. I see this like deep, like honey color. Mm -hmm. It gives me an idea, it gives me a great idea of what this wine is gonna taste like. It's
1: like melanin. It's like the wine version of what melanin is. Yo,
0: see? Yo, you a natural, yo.
1: I'm just saying, man.
0: I'm (laughs) telling you, you got this. And then, uh, and so when I listen to Nice For What, like, I know Drake. This is a Nice For What. The title's Nice For What. This is going to be like a woman, like, why do I have to be nice to these people? Mm Because I genuinely don't. Like, this reminds me of, like, Fancy Part 2, you know? And again, if I had to pair a wine with Fancy, I'd be doing the same exact thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But then you have the smell. And it plays directly into what I feel the content of this song is and I compare the song to the first one minute to 30 seconds of any song that's the intro mm-hmm. it's a build it's a like hey this is what this is going to be about is it going to be a fast song is it going to be aggressive is it chill I heard the Lauren Hill sample and I'm like okay they on some shit right here yeah. and then like it's real stripped down basic beat but um, when, as soon as I hear Lauren Hill, I'm like, all right, yeah, I know what he's doing. Yep. Uh, now we get into the context. If you a real one, I right, Drake. I know who you talking Yo, to. Yo, immediately. <laughs> now, like ev- the, everything that he said, told me Moscato profile. But we ain't we ain't doing Moscato. This That's is a glow up. This the glow is up the Moscato. glow up. This is the level up. So. If we're gonna do this, this is wine and hip hop, this is the Wolf of Wine, aka Showtime, aka this our vibes. So we needed to make sure that we embodied what we do. Yes. And that's we had to go with some Saturn. Um, and if I'm gonna go with Sauternes, I'm gonna go with the dude that having people that had enough sense of style to fuck with the people that's building palaces for kings. Right. right? So For sure. Yeah, uh, pretty much. And Sutero is also one of the greatest Saturn producers in the world. There's also there's one called Ikem, and Ikem sells for like forty thousand dollars a bottle sometimes, like crazy shit, hundred thousand dollars a bottle for this dessert wine. Well, not necessarily this one, but producers from the same region.
1: Now, why is that? Would it be because of the grapes? Would it be because how how old it is? What makes that price change?
0: Uh, it's a few things like uh supply and demand with everything and a lot of these places like there's only but so many grapes grown in this year Mm -hmm. so you get to a point of supply and demand there's some uh producers that only making like ten thousand cases for an entire year
1: you know and it's it's like a limited edition type of thing
0: exactly and they might not be dictating the price but by the time the end user gets it it's like, all right, I might buy this for the retail, just like with with sneakers and shit. Mm-hmm. I'll buy this for the retail, and then I'll upsell it later because right. no one else can get it. Got it. And my background is in wine auction, so I used to be one of them people that was upselling. <laughs> so that no, that's brilliant. But I mean, don't I ain't come up with the concept? I'm just, I'm just in here trying to get in where I fit in, you know? <laughs> like, you know, I just full disclosure. Yes. Um, but then where do I want to be listening to this? When we played this record in here, that we had like a little party, you know? Yes, that's a fact. You came with the murder mommies up in here. Yo, you had your whole squad okay. in. Your squad, your squad is a hundred percent Gang squad, Gang. All right, we had, the whole squad was yes. official. Shout
1: out to Andy, shout out to Adrian, shout out to Siobhan. <laughs> Robbie, we out and here.
0: Literally, while we were playing this song in here, Everything that was happening on that record was happening in, in the studio. In real life, no facts. You know? and it's like, where do you want to be drinking this wine when you're listening to this? That was a perfect example of yes. exactly what I was talking about. Yep. You know, so, and that's why I chose this particular wine. This was also a favorite of um, Thomas Jefferson, who was Thomas Jefferson on the low was a um, a big reason, a, a big part of why wine uh, became influential in the United States. He was he loved wine, you know. And there's a whole bunch. Like if you ever do the history on that, Thomas Jefferson has a crazy history in wine. It's an interesting book about it. Um,
1: about him and the correlation with wine. Yes, oh. him and his
0: connection with wine. Yeah, he was he was uh, on some real shit. Um, all of that said. How do you feel this pairing has gone for you?
1: I love it. Yeah. I love it. Because I love a wine that's sweet but not overly sweet and it doesn't taste like juice. It still, like, lets me feel like I'm an adult. So <laughs> I like it because it has, a like, a sharp taste, but it also sets on the palate really nicely. So I like it.
0: Yo, you see them wine words on the palate? On the palate, things? okay. Yo, you hanging out with some, you know what I mean? Wine
1: connoisseurs.
0: I'm telling you. But that gets back to, like, I'm interested to hear about kind of like your upbringing because I feel like, you know, your backstory is super official. I also respect the fact that you don't like, you don't stand on your backstory. You stand on your work.
1: Because it's mostly I don't stand on my backstory because it's not my story. Exactly. It's cool. I love it and I will always take it with me. I don't have a choice. Like this right. is the family I was born <laughs> into. But right. at the end of the day, somebody else's accomplishments and work is not mine. I want to sit in a room with people and them respect me for what I have done. Exactly. My family is a whole it's a whole different thing and I get respect for that alone, but to walk inside of a room and know that you're just as dope as what that is is an addition. Right. So um yeah.
0: Yeah. So, your grandmother was Sylvia Robinson. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the legend. Yeah. you know, Well, your grandparents founded Sugar Hill Records. Yes. Responsible for the first rap hit. <laughs> the hip, the hip, the hip, hip. how you don't stop. We rock it out. They go rubber to the boogie, the bang, bang, the boogie to the boogie, the bee. Now, what you hear is not a test. I'm rapping to the bee. And me, the groove. My friends are going to try to move your feet. You see, I am Wonder Mike, and i like to say hello. I'm to the black, to the white, the red, and the brown, and the purple, and yellow. But first... I gotta... The Hibbit. <laughs> I, the Hibbit. Do you know the whole song?
1: Unfortunately, <laughs> <yes>.
0: <laughs> how, it's a very did, long Does song. that get played at any family barbecues at all?
1: Like, all the time. <laughs> it's like, all right, I've had enough. I've how does that go? Enough.
0: Like, how does that go at the fair work when that shit come on? Like... Y'all be like, kill a DJ, Yo, like, what do y'all do?
1: Like, it's funny because the people that are new in the barbecue or whatever is like, oh, you know this song, right? I'm like, oh, Get God. the fuck out God. of Use my face. Use another joke, please. But um, it's, it's so normal now. I'm right. just like, all right, all
0: right. So by the time you were in the world,
1: mm-hmm.
0: the, <laughs> this was already a pretty huge, like, thing that happened. Like, yeah. rap was out there and, and popping. What was that like for you growing up in that family?
1: It was so normal for me because it was just regular. I didn't see... All the things that were happening as oh my god this is so dope this is crazy because to me it was so normal my grandma treated me like her grandchild she would cook it would be so normal Mm. and we were big into holidays and christmas and just doing family things that's one thing that i took from my grandma too was creating the family environment and just being the glue of the family so it was more so just creating memories creating moments um, that was big, but as far as the whole music scene and what they have done I didn't realize what they did and so I was around probably 15 or 16 wow. Somebody had to tell me they're like, do you know what your grandparents have done? I'm like, well, they're back at home doing something, right? And I'm <laughs> like, I don't know. So it was just awakening for me and the more people I meet that have known my grandparents They tell me stories like, did you know your grandmother did this and your grandfather did this? I'm like, no, but now I do. Thanks. Like <laughs> so it's it's dope to meet people along the way that have a different experience with them that can tell me things about them that i never even knew
0: right and uh how did you decide to get into music was that kind of imposed on you or did you like when did you have your yo this is what i want to do
1: i was really young um It was just something that I love to do. I love to perform. I was dancing first. I was a ballerina. I did that before I even started taking uh, my music really, really seriously. So I just love to be on stage. And I was like, all right, cool. I mastered this. Let's do something else. And I was like, well, I can hum a little bit. I got a little voice. And at (laughs) the time, my brother was rapping, and it was really all about him. And I've never been a jealous, envious person. So as the lights and shine was on him, I'm like, all right, cool. Leah, get so dope that people really fuck with you too. Mm. So that was in my head. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go to singing lessons. I'm gonna take music theory. I'm gonna pick up an instrument. I'm gonna do whatever I have to do to get really dope. And it worked. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I just always been about getting better and leveling up and having more knowledge and being more just, Self-sufficient. Right. So um, music was kind of just there, but I always just loved it. It was just something that came natural to me and always, like, I always just wanted to evolve within it. I never stuck to just one thing.
0: Do you think that that was being around so much music growing up? Like, I'll give you an example. I rapped, I'd say probably since I was 12 Mm -hmm. through, like, maybe 23. And it was because of the upbringing that I had. Like, my family's Jamaican, Mm -hmm. you know, and... Uh, when I was coming up, this is like like my parents came in the country in 82. I was born in 84, you know, and I remember my pops and my uncle like battling, you know, but mm-hmm. they were doing the chatting on the mic shit like but at the same time, that's those are the things that birth hip hop. Right. And so I'm seeing them freestyle. Music was big in my house. Parties every weekend sort of thing. Was there uh, was there experiences like that on your side that kind of influenced your musical background?
1: I remember we were always at concerts a lot, and I love that. I love. I'm all about live stuff. Mm. Um, You gotta come out to one of my shows because I be killing shit. I bring the wine. I got you. Yo, don't listen. I will come. What are you doing later on tonight? Because we definitely have a show right after this. (laughs) I'm I'm free. Okay. (laughs) But yeah, I love concerts. I remember the first tour we actually went on was with Sugar Hill and Insync and they called us an interesting the, pair. it was so lit though because that was my first tour bus experience i remember i went to a brand new school and i brought one of my friends we had just met i was like hey do you want to come to a concert with me right. and that's my best friend still to this day And we had the full tour bus experience. I was in love with Justin Timberlake. So we were backstage, and I was just like, oh, my god. This is so lit. (laughs) But then being on stage, that was just a whole different thing. I remember being so young, but still looking at all the people and all the lights from the stage and saying, I want to see that. I want people to sing my music just like how I sing these NSYNC songs. Like To be honest, I was not checking for Sugar Hill at the time. I was like, (laughs) NSYNC, oh, my god, I love you. So, um, yeah, I don't even remember Sugar Hill performing. I was just like, oh, my God, Justin Timberlake, oh, my God, this is crazy. So just the whole live aspect of things made me fall in love with production, with lighting, with being on stage and having people sing my music.
0: Right. That's interesting, man. Like, See that for me, it was like an accomplishment to like learn the whole song. It was one of them. Th- <laughs> it's one of them songs. Yo, you know the whole thing. You can fuck up a karaoke Yo, situation okay. in a hot minute. Oh, I
1: love karaoke. Karaoke is
0: lit. <laughs> What's your number one karaoke joint? What's your go-to? Oh,
1: so me and my girl Pam, she's like my sister. I love her. We always our go-to is New Edition. If it isn't mm. love, like that's our. Why is thing.
0: karaoke all about '90s R&B? It
1: just feels the best. It
0: is. It is.
1: That's our thing. New Edition at all. The barbecues we do to dance together we do it at karaoke oh, wow. that's our thing we're
0: gonna have to get into some of that after
1: okay this. we can
0: <laughs> we will keep it off camera we will but. no we can do it on camera
1: okay <laughs> we we have it down to a science now we're good
0: y'all got the moves planned out like we rock with um boys to men
1: boys men is our, lit like,
0: you know on our uh it's just about r&b like you could sound bad but you can't get the bobby brown dance moves without Getting into some R&B. Okay. It's not possible. Um, all right. So, overall, is this wine pairing working for you?
1: Absolutely. I really love it. This is really good.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us Thanks on Wine and Hip Hop. I wish this could be like a three hour interview. I have like a million more. We're going to have to do like a part two.
1: I'm with that. It's okay? funny.
0: Like, I've been getting hit up. This is now our fourth episode. I've been getting head up like people like, oh,
1: bring this person back. Bring this person back.
0: I can almost guarantee <laughs> you, you might have to clear some dates. And just That's
1: fine. And Let me know. <laughs> Let me know. I'll be back. This is cool.
0: Okay, great. Well, um, okay. One more time. Can we get to social media for everyone?
1: Yes www.wewantleah.com, Twitter and Instagram at theleahrobinson, and Facebook and YouTube.com backslash I am Leah Robinson. And please go cop my album today, Broken Girl. It is on iTunes, Title, Spotify. Go cop that. Please support me. Yeah, support the home. And follow me and stay tuned for tour dates and all those types of incredible things. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Peace.
0: All right. And thank you for joining
1: us. Thank you. <sighs> Take care. That was fun. <laughs> that was good! Keep it easy! It's Keep it easy! Keep it easy. No. This
0: concludes another moment in wine and hip hop.